0: Coo. Cool. Cool. Yeah. cool.
1: Cool. 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 And we're back, everyone. Hi. Hello.
0: Oh, you know what? That's that's just that's that's gonna be the opening. I'm gonna roll with that.
1: Cool. 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 Cool.
0: Cool. 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 Whip. Cool. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 14 of the Weekly Chomp. Hello, I'm Kuma Tank, here again with some card fight news with my homie,
1: JJ. Hello, everybody. I am not Kuma Tank. I am JJ. How y'all doing? Welcome. Welcome to another episode. Hopefully y'all are doing good. Are you doing good, Kuma?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I've got a crazy plan. We both took a slice of bread. And ran outside right now and slapped mm. on the ground. Would we have an Earth sandwich?
1: I would need to be on the other side of the globe, though. Mm. So I would need to be. be geometrically little... speaking, geographically speaking, I would need to be the exact opposite side of the world of you. Then All yes, right.
0: we'll work on we it. Would. We're gonna make mm. a sandwich of the world. It's another exciting week. Uh, news reveals. We're going to talk about everything that is really relevant within card fight Vanguard, the weekly bites, uh, some of the notable card of the days and uh, (laughs) a little bit more later on. We will be questioning Booba. Will it save us? That is the question on many card fighters' minds as the release of Set 5 dropped in Japan and is shortly on its way
1: here to the global release in June, correct? Yes, it'll be in June. We have Shaman King officially, well, I'm actually going to leave you talk about that later on. There's also an official release of Shaman King coming out soon. Kumo's going to be giving his his two cents on the subject. You guys are going to be hearing that in a second. Um, and I think what else is on the docket for today, Kuma? Uh,
0: that's it. No guess this week. Uh, maybe next week. So let's talk about the weekly bites. The weekly bite stream happened today. I thought we were supposed to be getting Keter's sanctuary. Are there, are they just lying to us now? Like, are they gaslighting us? And then, then. <laughs> When we get to the week, they're like, Alameo, actually, here's something else.
1: <laughs> so instead of Keter Sanctuary, we ended up getting Brandgate. But which is
0: why? not bad. But why? I Okay, again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Last episode, I was like, I expected <laughs> premium collection reveals. Woke mm-hmm. up to Zorga. I was expecting Keter Sanctuary. Woke up to orifice I'm not upset. I'm just confused. <laughs> I've been trying to put extra effort into getting ready for each of these podcast episodes where I'm like, okay, let's see what they're going to talk about next week on the Weekly Bites. I can make notes of it. I can look at things, make speculations and such. But no, I can't even speculate on the st- the the slides that they give us. I was promised Ketter, and I got Orphis. Why? 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 Jj,
1: was there like <laughs> Ketter that I missed? Uh, there was like one Ketter card. So you're not wrong, technically.
0: Not what really. was it?
1: There was- it was like a grade 3. It's called The Spear of Reprodron. Or something no, like
0: that. I saw that. That was oh. last night's card reveal.
1: Oh, I thought, because yeah. I saw, didn't talk about it today as well, so I thought, oh, that's probably the one you meant. But uh, yeah, that that's yeah, outside of that, I don't think there's anything else. There was more Shaman King stuff that he showed us, and the only thing we got to see was the new Orphist unit, and I'm sure you're probably keen on being able to tell us a little bit more about how you feel about it
0: yes it seems pretty lit uh but before we talk about it was there any
1: other general card fight news that happened during the weekly bites um most of which it was just discussing about the vmc's and the block tournaments that are usually hold in japan and about the um the uh bushy staff who's going to be there in attendance who usually play against some of the players as guests and have fun, I guess. That's kind of it. Oh, Nothing wow. else too special. Yeah. That's a lot of Keter
0: Sanctuary news. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It's so much. And All right, well, uh, I think there was going to be some Vanguard Zero news. Uh, there's <sighs> going to be some new fight skins that we're getting. Uh, but I don't think you're too keen to hear any of that uh, news. Uh,
0: well, one of the suggestions was we talk about D too much. so mm-hmm. Everybody... Oh here's some vanguard zero news
1: yeah so in vanguard zero we're going to be getting the uh g skins of the bermuda triangle user and the ott user they're having a sleepover and you're also invited and you're going to be be able to take part in this event and lock unlock their skins that you can use for future events that you can earn more points with so that's a pretty good thing that you can have with it um anything else i think that's it <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> else much. there's nothing else really much that they included in the vanguard zero news uh there are going to be some more news regarding set seven that's me coming on the pipeline um yeah. and i'm excited because that's that's shadow paladin the rituals that they're coming <laughs> mm. rituals is coming so Ritual i'm excited time. to see what Ritual's was uh, coming out of pipelines. I am, oof, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it because I I hope they give Luard the Garmore treatment and have your grade ones be intercepts. That's all I really care about. That um, would I'm be pre- pretty
0: spicy. Or give us uh, s- just slap this card as a grade one on a grade two. Other than mm-hmm. like Morphessa, and I think yeah. they I think they would eat well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about something cooler. Something neat. Like D-format. D-standard.
1: <laughs> fair fair enough. Fair Don't enough.
0: worry. We also have some uh, premium. Premium collection reveals to talk about, too. So, uh, mm-hmm. we'll do more than one format. <laughs> we got you. Trust me. We not worry. Uh, yeah. So... We got a new grade 3 for Orphus. I would like to say that I called it. Well, I mean, it just kind of felt that the design of Orphus, especially with its most recent support, uh, has been leaning towards a Vanguard that when they attack, you get to call more Shadow Army tokens. Thus opening a door to Orphis being... Less of a defensive mid-range deck to a full-on aggression engine. And I dig it. I'm all about it. Um, let's read its abilities. Auto. When this unit is placed on Vanguard Circle, choose up to one world card from your hand or drop and put it into your order zone. It's pretty good. Mm, it's pretty good, JJ. Oof.
1: <laughs> it's this so
0: spicy you get two order cards in one turn mm. Mm. these barbecue ribs mm. tasty
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the the beef one it's the pork ones the ones are just fatty on the sides and just oh. drop on the bone mm. yeah. yo mm. this, is, this is that good sauce because mm. like What's more good about this card is the fact that you can discard your for your right deck and you just get a card for free. True. Gratis. Just-
0: also, this you would not have to pay the cost because it's worded exactly as just you put it there. Not mm-hmm. you may play an order card into your order zone and And the way that the order cards are worded, very specifically the one that allows you to draw, it says when it's put into your order zone, you draw one card. Pretty good. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Pretty good. Although I do feel that the target for when you ride of what you're gonna choose to put into your order zone is going to be the great three order that uh, gives shadow army tokens 5K when they enter rear guard circle.
1: Yeah, that that is that, or you could play any of the other Shodaiyami um uh, world orders that allow you to retire rear guards from your opponents too. So you have like a lot of silver bullets that you can use, and especially since the second skill feeds into multiple activations of um world orders, and Kuma is going to be able to tell tell you guys what the skill is in a second. And I'm really like, huh. Mm-hmm. A lot of these grade 3s that we've gotten so far, like Zorka and Orphis, are sort of like side evolutions. Not even one is inherently better than the other. This is just a completely different playstyle, and it doesn't feel wrong if you say, Hey, I just kind of want to play this. I want to go try to go for 4 or 5 attacks. Sure, my my top end might be a bit less consistent, because you need to generate Shadow Army Turquins every single turn, especially if you're playing the grade 2 that retires. But this just gives you so much more ways of being able to draw, search tempo out your opponent retire cards from your opponent i really like it just half of the first skill i can gush about it for a while <laughs> but oh, i'll no. leave kuma i kind of disagree
0: uh, i think oh? this is the better orifice and i think the Zor- new Zorga is mm-hmm. the better Zorga. and this is why i think that oh. the r d team you know the mysterious one that is fabled to exist it's clear that these are the better ones. They solve all the issues that the original grade three had. Like, sure, whatever new support that Orphus or Zorga gets, as long as it isn't name specific, technically, it does support both of, units. However, this Orphis solves the biggest problem with Orphis. Getting your orders into the order zone, having bad hands, being able to push consent, consistent power. Uh, this opens up the door to lean Orphus into a true aggro deck, which kind of was what Orphus was in set one, but then moving forward, they started giving it a lot more, uh, just produce a shadow army token, sack a shadow army token for this, um, sack an army token for that. Uh, we got the restanding great grade two. We even have cards that you would want to play from hand to R over creating a shadow army token, and sometimes, and this would leave you as an Orphis player having to choose whether or not you wanted to burn a column using the grade one that can swing for 45k and then d- cycle essentially, drawing you a card at the end of the battle that can re enter the deck and not be a minus. Um, so just the first skill it already solves so many issues for Orpheus and the second skill also solves another one because of other support that we
1: had I think we'll have to disagree on that's what <laughs> I think this is overall for me my, how how I view how I view this card it's more like a utility piece than more of a, a focus around, a build around I guess cool. So, like, my choice. Of Come with me into art. the
0: night. I'll show you, my child. <laughs> yeah. Think about so this- it. We have a grade three order card that says <laughs> when a unit is, when your shadow army token is called to R, you get yes. 5,000 power. Off yeah, the but bat, uh, that's a bare minimum. Three copies for this Orpheus deck. Just so you can have that consistent. There's a 30k that's going to enter. And with the tempo that you get, that you get with being able to just straight up put an mm-hmm. order into the order zone, and then follow up during your turn to play one, we're yep. talking turn three, first Orphis. You're going to be calling Shadow Army tokens with bare minimum twenty five thousand. Okay. I okay. I I I thought you would be on board with me because you're about no, the power. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> and literally, no, they handed us the ability by using four of these orders because I, I'm gonna play test it with four first. You're gonna be able to get 35k Shadow Army tokens on the attack.
1: No, but that's the thing, though i don't even disagree with you oh i mean yeah obviously i do disagree with the (laughs) the idea i disagree with the overall ideology of it that it that is one is strictly better than the other that's the thing i disagree with Uh. i agree with the utility of what it does but i disagree of me having to choose between this office and the other one when both of them do distinctly different things for what you need them for one can play as a mid-range deck which is Orphist prime which is the the original beta tested Orphist, the one that's been around from since the beginning and then you have you know uh Orphist omega the current current new new addition, the new kid on the block who does cool little multi-attacks now but his scaling is lower because he doesn't give you the consistent reliability of saying i will cb2 I will get my three tokens, I will use those tokens. Sure, my board can be clunky, but I can play more cards and more support cards that we're getting that can retire and give me more utility off of those. And having to choose between whether or not you want more bursty multi-attacks that you can still end up running out of steam, or Fist Regis can run out of steam if you don't find ways of either A, getting more... If you will read a second, I'll leave you read a second skill first. And then I'll finish my thought as uh, to like, why I feel that this is not better. better.
0: <laughs> so it's Go second, ahead. second ability of this controversial mm-hmm. skill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Auto ahead. Vanguard circle. When this unit attacks, if your world is abyssal, dark night costs mm-hmm. counterblast one. Discard a card from your hand, and for every two World Order cards in your order zone, call up to one Shadow Army token, to Rearguard Circle. And this unit gets 5,000 until the end of that battle.
1: Yep. It is a good card, but you have situations like this where it only scales for how many more Dark abyssal war orders that you have in your hand or in your drop zone to put on a board. Having to rewrite it allows you to facilitate it. It's a good card, don't get me wrong, but it is a turn four oriented card because it gets you like you can play it earlier. Obviously, you can play it earlier, and you can get the tokens earlier, but it gives you that one-turn burst. For that one turn and you need to find a way to do it again based off of cards drawing into uh sure you can have the thumbelina grade 1 doesn't give you it but then you need to find a way to generate the tokens again for free or a way to get them faster to get your orders faster you so know,
0: you, you need- we do have solutions uh mm-hmm. solution 1 it comes in set yeah. 5 yeah the penguin mm mm-hmm. point penguin mommy it's all like cute penguin got a thousand eyes two beaks and whenever you ditch it from hand you look at the top five cards yeah top five cards of your deck for an order card a set order specifically and then you add it to hand Mm -hmm. so already off the bat because we see a discard uh, cost from this card. That's the first thing that makes it into the deck as a bare minimum three.
1: Obviously then that's what I'm saying. We got to consider
0: Mm -hmm. how many orders and which ones are we rolling into this deck? What's the first order that we need to secure from our deck to hand as well? I believe Orphus, Orphus on, you have the utility still. And I'll explain it through the order of the possibilities for your first grade three turn. Mm -hmm. You have the set order card that counter blasts one, gain a shadow army token.
1: Yeah, a really good card.
0: That could be your first target for your free cost to be put. Into the uh, set order zone, then you use two soul blast, and then anything after will get the bonus 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could also do two of them in one turn to gain two shadow army tokens, and then follow up for a third shadow army token using your third turn as your utility uh, turn to not only be able to produce a board. Push numbers and also be secured to where you can drop the great three or set order that 5,000 bonus power to any shadow army token that's called mm-hmm. by your second ride on your turn four. Arguably, now you when you attack, you're going to get two shadow army tokens. Orphis yes. also has access to a set four card. That when this unit boosts a Shadow Army token, retire it, call a Shadow Army token, and rest. Why is this something that we're running in this theorycraft of the deck? Well, we're running it because we need to be able to produce more Shadow Army tokens when we are already getting them for free. Also, Mm -hmm. this is a good way to get around the, well, Orphus, this new one doesn't just produce three shadow army tokens during main phase in which I can sack for other skills blah 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 but you're going to still be running the mm-hmm. grade 2 restander and because of you're running the grade 1 from set 4 that calls a shadow army token to rest now you can produce on your grade 3 turn when you play Two orders to gain two shadow army tokens. The grade one to boost a shadow army token produces three to retire to restand the grade two, giving you four attacks, five technically, on your first grade three ride. All of them pushing bare minimum twenty thousand power. Which
1: is really, really good. Yeah. I I
0: think it's still mid-range. I just believe this really solved... The same thing that I said was the difference between Red Zorga and Blue Zorga. This Mm -hmm. supports what it's supposed to be doing. And allows the other cards to do... What they should be doing. Like, Blue Zorga slows you down. If you have to do a utility turn, you're no longer pushing consistent power. The issue with current Orpheus is that same thing. If mm-hmm. you cannot push that consistent power, then you're on a utility turn. And it sucks. <laughs> it, it does. does. This yep. does not suck. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, no, no, and that, that's Spy. the cool thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about it. Like, we spend almost, like, 5-15 minutes talking about the first half of a skill and the theorycrafted utility of it already. And that's the cool, diverse thing. What I love about Overdress a lot is just, like, even though both of us are watching the same card, both of our mindsets of how we want to use it are just vastly different, or how we see it. Like, I obviously see where you're coming from, and I see, like, the mindscape of you basically don't really want to play the other one because of course it's clunky 2cb is pretty heavy but i just like the reliability of it and for me four attacks is still better for me for me because i like knowing it's consistent okay it's like porridge you know it's like mom's oatmeal you coming home you know what's in it you know (laughs) that it's you know what i mean like you know what's in it you know like everybody else has their, like, Wheaties and, and Honey Bunches of Oats and, you know, Rice Krispies and Frosted Flakes and stuff, but you got your mom's oatmeal. It's good. It's healthy. You get strong from it. Sometimes you don't want it sometimes, but you'll be upset if you don't, see so you still eat it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh!
0: I just remembered there was one more card from the Fighters, co- uh, not Fighter, uh, Festival yeah. Collection that yes. is Orpha Support, that solves the the thing we were both talking about. Uh, yes. Counterblast one, call it Shadow Army token. Oh. Yeah, it's a grade two. We got it last week.
1: Ah, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So. Is it on place? On place. Yeah,
0: it's on place. Oh. When placed, counterblast one, Shadow Army token. Slap a Boba mine behind it. Boop free and you get your soul. That's pretty, hard. It's like pretty good. Pretty pod like mm-hmm. Uh, But we got more stuff. We got premium collection reveals and since I'm already like rolling with it, I'm going to do sure, this sure. premium collection reveal and then I'm done because I'll let you read off the other two premium collection reveals. How about yeah, that? Cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. All right. So, if you follow me on Twitter, you probably saw me post what my hopium would be for Mega Colony, and I really just wanted something that matched what we had. So, as you can tell, because Bushiro didn't pick me. To announce these cards, clearly they were not what I wanted. <laughs> 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 so here is the brand new Mega Colony Stride Poison Evil Mutant Marginates Margarita. Poisonous <laughs> Evil Mutant Margarita Tethered. There we go. (laughs) It's a stride and it has the ability that you can activate while it's on Vanguard circle or when it is face up in your G zone. Once per turn. If this unit is on Vanguard circle, this cost may be paid with turn a card from your G zone face up. If this card is face up cost. Counterblast one, and put one of your rear guards into your soul. Choose one of your opponent's stand rearguards, and you retire it. If you retire a unit, you draw a card and countercharge one. If you did not retire a unit, you choose one of your opponent's vanguards, and it gets power minus 10,000 until the end of turn. This is fantastic. It's, it's not what I right? wanted. But it is good.
1: His card is so
0: good. It it's pretty so good. good. But you know what? This card what? also sucks. What? Yeah. <laughs> Hear me I out. I think
1: today's probably, think, we, we we're not going to be agreeing with each other today, I think. Think about control it. Fighting, uh,
0: you just got into card fight, me- card fight vanguard. And yeah. you're like, mega colony seems neat. I like playing yeah. control decks. And you go out and you're like i got everything i need but your deck doesn't work and you're like why don't you work well silly it's because you don't own (laughs) gradora if you don't have the gradora stride this card sucks it doesn't do anything for you like Arguably, you're not playing Mega Colony unless you are going into the Gradora Stride. This card was made for the world where the Gradora Stride exists, and you have it. So, is the card good? Yes, 100%. Is the card good? No. <laughs> because if you don't have Gridora, then you're getting nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, sure, you get access to the minus 10,000. Maybe somebody might make a Flagburg variant of Mega Colony where you're going to just be bursting extra attacks. But even then, at the very end of the day, you still need Gridora. For those who are unaware what Gridora does, Gridora tells your opponent that you... uh, Counterblast one. No, is it counterblast? Counterblast one. Turn a a card in your G-zone face up. Mm -hmm. And then you choose all of your opponent's vanguard and rear guards. And they cannot stand during the next stand phase. Also, on, on top of all of this, they can only call cards from hand. So, no superior call. No G Guardians, because that's called from the G zone to the Guardian Circle. So, Mm -hmm. this card, by first effect alone, its secondary ability, you get to superior call something from your deck to R, it gets bonus power, Vanguard gets bone power. But, that is good. The true problem child is the first effect. And it's not even a problem child in the way of it's bad for the game. Because there are decks that just get around it. Like if you have cards in your hand, you just call them to R and you go on with your life. If you can just punch a mega colony player in the mouth, you just do that and don't even care. If you have a grade three in your hand to ride over your Vanguard... Boom shakalaka, congratulations, you doesn't afraid of anything. But, if you were just like, I got in a colony, I picked up this new stride, it's very underpowered. In the grand scheme of Mega Colony, it doesn't bring anything to a deck where Grador didn't fill that slot but it complements Gridora 100%. Like, I still wouldn't go into... uh, What is the name of the other stride that turns a card in your G zone face up and it gives you drive and power based on, like, the cards that are face down in your opponent's damage zone and also an extra drive if your opponent didn't, like, play any units on the board.
1: Uh, poison, Sickle, Mutant, Deity, Overwhelm.
0: Thank you very much, JJ.
1: Hey.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't... It, It's nice, because when you don't go, go Gridora, but you already have two of these face up in your G-Zone, sure, go into Poison. But... Until all four of your Gridoras are face up, there's still no reason to go into any other stride in Mechica colony. No Nate. There
1: isn't, yeah. there, isn't there isn't. But this who? does this does allow you to play um if you wanted to play G Gridora though, the old G And not the V1, you could play. It. Or some people who do you could just choose to cancel well, out a column, retire a rear guard, do some really nice fun things. Yeah, I, I
0: 100% agree. Like it, the card is good because it does synergize with just about everything, but good in the sense of changing mega colony from being like very strictly order colony to true mega colony mega colony this card doesn't do it it, it yep. makes order colony just much stronger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so that's why i say it's good but it sucks it is good <laughs> but it still sucks <laughs> like don't expect non-order colony players to be out here clapping cheeks like the world hasn't changed. Like, Mega Colony cards are still dirt cheap. Gradora <laughs> is like the most you're gonna spend. hmm mm-hmm, Yeah. True. So, then we got a, a G Guardian. Arguably, it's grown on me. I do like it. Because Mega Colony doesn't have fantastic options when it comes to G Guards aside from the Counter Charge, Soul Charge, Draw Card. Yes. But, <laughs> When your opponent just rests two back row units and you get nothing but a fifteen k shield, oof. oof. <laughs> so, what's nice is they gave us a G Guardian to use first and before we use the other one. So, it says when this is placed on Guardian Circle, costs Soul Blast one, and this unit gets shield. Th- 30,000 until the end of that battle. Your opponent chooses any number of their rear guards and they rest them. This unit gets minus 10,000 until the, it, that battle for each rest unit. It's pretty good. I like yeah, it. it, is. it, yeah, it is. It's a 45 K shield. If the vanguard attacks first. So it punishes... Um, it does a good job at punishing restanding vanguards. And vanguards that accumulate a lot of force markers underneath them. Like, finally, Mega Colony can protect their face. Like, they actually can pr- protect. And this card... C- is really nice because it can be used in tandem with cards like uh, the other G Guardian to force them to have to rest, choose to rest uh, more rear guards, or else give you even more shield, even more resources. This also works really well with Brilliant Blister. If you play Brilliant Blister first, you can go ahead and target rear guards that they would not want to rest. So you can limit as many attacks as possible uh, on your vanguard from them. Because remember, at face value, before they rest anything, you will have a shield of 45k. Mm-hmm. That's nuts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's nutty. Like. It's and so drooling. Even, even at the smallest amount, if you're playing against an archetype that has some battle manipulation, like um, uh, like Nightmare Dolls, or like any of the pill Moon archetypes or Spike Brothers, it's still... Forces them to make a very ill gotten decision of having to reset their board in the middle of the combo so it at least saves you from at least two two attacks. Mm-hmm. And two attacks is very big in terms of Vanguard because you just need every single damage that you can muster to prevent yourself from getting OTK'd from your opponent.
0: Yeah, and, and this is really nice. 45k shield will guard just about anything in premium and format minus mm-hmm. the over trigger. Like, 45k shield guards great nature before it gets to like wave eight. Mm -hmm. Like if great nature has swollen up to attack you eight times, you might not be able to hold the last ones without perfect guards. But this, Mm -hmm. this handles those first few large attacks thrown at your face that you otherwise would just say no guard. I like it. So your
1: final rating of this, what you giving it?
0: I give it a uh, 10. Or a, uh, a heart ooh. 10. This is heart a very good card. This isn't what I w- wanted or expected, but it is better. The soul blast one I could kind of do without it, but Mega Colony has so many options to be able to refill the soul. The sh- the stride we just talked about very specifically will tr- dump a card into your soul. So I like it. I think it's a great defensive strategy. I think when they produce this, they really took into account what is the goal of Mega Colony and it feels that maybe going forward future Mega Colony cards are going to make more sense. Even the stride, arguably, reminds me a lot of how they're treating control with prison. Mm-hmm. It's good, it's balanced, and it does work for the player using the deck, but there isn't an out for your opponent. It isn't a good out, mind you,
1: but there is one. Rest yeah, up. You need to... You need to uh Minding yourself so far to get
0: ahead. Yeah. 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 I've definitely learned that that seems to be the design idea behind control and Vanguard now after having played so many games of prison with Sierra Snow grade four, because when you sit there and you see how players react to being consistently disrupted from their game plan, and outright controlled in certain situations um it it really shows you a lot of like what was someone sacrificed like good example of playing at somebody who evacuated the entire prison all onto the same rear guard circle (laughs) yeah you laugh i still won (laughs) <laughs> I was like you can't avoid these hands and he was like I'm going to try though <laughs> but it just put him in a position where it was like maybe if he had the draw power they would have recovered but uh, stab yourself more i guess <laughs> Okay, JJ, take the last premium reveals, por favor.
1: All right. We have some awesome other cards as well. I mean, a little less awesome than what Kuma Tank was gushing about. I mean, but in their own right, they have some really cool players you can go for. So we have the grade four from Royal Paladin, Knight of Exalted uh, Eogias. Elogias, I guess?
0: Elogio?
1: Elogia? Elogia? Lugi. Yuki. Oh, Moto. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have Vanguard Circle. Uh, Vanguard Circle, stride when this unit attacks cost. Blast 1, turn a card in your G-zone face up. Draw a number of cards equal to the number of rearguards. Call the same number to rearguard circle. Uh, then, if you have five or more rearguards, you get an imaginary give force. This is basically, hey, I'm Jewel Knights, play me, play this card. Or, hey, you just called a bunch of triggers to the board. Uh, you could choose the order how you want to resolve this in, but still, you get at least some free advantage to go with it. This is a bit weaker than most of the other Paladin rapp- stuff we've gotten so far, especially, like, what Shadow's gotten. Um, I'm not that much of a fan of it. I mean, I think it's pretty insane, Jewel Knights. But then, if I want to do the same thing, I just write Salome and then go into Crystal Luster and I get an extra drive check plus 10k power to my van. It, it's good ish. You get a, a force marker, but you could just rewrite your Vanguard. MLB gives you force markers with Crystal Luster while doing half of the same thing. I, I feel like it's flip fodder. That's my only take on it, but I can see the potential of like. I would give this to a friend of mine who's just started and can't afford crystal luster. Hey this this is yours. Good luck. This have fun. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck, is... have
0: fun. I don't know. Royals didn't deserve anything good. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Just stop. Stop playing royals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, they get like, okay, so here's the thing. Royals uh, literally, uh, literally Gets uh-huh. everything that comes out for Keter Sanctuary. But so did we ever leave Royal Paladin behind?
1: We did, though, because the basically hard- the Ken of Street Fighter. Come, they're the Ken. They're Ken to Ryu. Come on. Okay. They have some, <laughs> they have some tools, but like half the time the guard value is garbage. I mean, their, their guard value is maybe a little less than. <laughs> less than optimal yeah <laughs> and their offensive strategy is behind Crystal So that's all they have at the moment something unique would be kind of nice well, and this, uh, they have the ketter sanctuary over trigger that's pretty strong i i'm so mad at you right now <laughs> 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 So angry! At I'm just you right in there. here. Pew 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 pew! Shots fired everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just, okay. just okay, but I I think I made the comment about it last week with the last weekly bites of all of the arts on the uh, markers look good, except for Royals. Like, Royals sure. looks boring, therefore, Royals' effect should be boring. And it's pretty boring.
1: It's pretty basic. It's it is basic. AF. This is the caramel macchiato of the pumpkin spice latte that you get every single October. Because we know how you who you are, Marsha. We know exactly Ooh. who you are.
0: We know who you are. <laughs> this is you all fault. All you Royal Paladin players, blasting your Blades, you brought this on yourself. (laughs) The team was like, well, we technically did just make a brand new Blaster Blade deck. Let's go easy on them. Mm -hmm. But again, I just feel that Keter United Sanctuary has so many good cards in it. It's hard to really just put your finger on what to give them unless you play it all the time. So, JJ, do you play it all the time? I don't play it all the time. See? Yeah. I don't think anybody does. Like, it used to be you knew at least one or two Royal Paladin fanboys. And now... I know more Night Rose fanboys, S.A.
1: Like, a lot of people are currently on the Jewel Knight hype train. So, they're like, everybody's enjoying the Jewel Knight vibe. But then that's in the Crystal Luster group page, right? It's basically Crystal Luster or us. We're talking about everything outside of Crystal Luster. Like, what do they actually have independent themselves as an archetype that can allow them to combat with a lot of what the... I wouldn't want to say busted stuff, but the very overwhelming first stride turns that a lot of these archetypes can facilitate sometimes. And this stride is not it, (laughs) Comparison to some of the others.
0: Oof. Well, you get a force marker. Boink.
1: I... I will actually fly to you right now. I'm actually <laughs> on my way. Hey, what's your address? Let me FedEx <laughs> these hands. <laughs> actually, dude. Uh, but the guarding option that it did give them, I will say, same thing like the mega colony one. I have been really, really pleasantly surprised of all the options that you had with them. So here we have when this unit is placed on guardian circle, choose one of your two units until end of turn it gets plus 10k shield and auto when its unit intercepts cost Counterblast one soul blast one choose one of your units and it cannot be hit until end of battle it is uh, eh eh uh, uh, oh but but it's a pg on a rear guard let's go that's okay. that's
0: okay you can protect it, it, your blaster from getting
1: bladed.
0: <laughs> My blaster blade!
1: <laughs> it, it's it's okay. It It's supposed to be like, oh, you give 10k shield to it and then you can protect one of your other rare guards. It's supposed to be like a dismel on a rare guard, right? Mm. You basically give the dismel skill to a rare guard so you get the, the duality of... Hey, I intercept with plus fifteen k, and I PG against it if it had a crit on it. So sure, I guess, but it feels like such roundabout extra steps to do so. You know what I mean?
0: Hey, now you know what it's like to be Mega Colony.
1: <laughs> it's not always about you, Marsha. Got it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's always about me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um goes without saying i feel i feel i don't play royal paladin i feel slighted for them it, it's always been the last couple of sets like the defensive option is it's cute but why did you have to put it on a rear guard why couldn't you just give 10k shield on its own skill and then give the active skill the auto skill to the vanguard and make it like a once per turn or something that would have been nice that would have been cool that 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 would have been okay
0: Hey, what is like being Great Nature in a V Premium Collection? <laughs> okay, but <laughs> uh, so was there
1: any other notable reveals? Uh we did get Gear Chronicle, um, and we did get like the G Guards as well, which was revealed
0: yeah, by but...
1: Mr. Time Leap himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, go, watch, go watch his content. We're not gonna
0: talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like go support him.
1: Mm. Uh
0: Eddie anything was else. That you? wasn't uh, was... collaboration.
1: Oh, okay, then no.
0: Okay, yeah. (laughs) Because collaboration stuff doesn't count. Um, It seems very clear they're not going to give them uh, the effect triggers.
1: Not yet. Maybe we haven't seen the triggers yet. Because currently we're taking a look at the... This is the... I think the trial deck in the first set or the second set of the series. And we haven't gotten the triggers yet from them. We haven't okay. seen any of the trigger or any of the support cards for them yet. Okay. They're still currently doing the units. So they, it might be like the last minute reveal. Hmm. I'm ho- Hopium. Hopium right now. Hopium. You know, I have a
0: solution for your Hopium. Oh? Yeah, I've got a solution for your Hopium. That solution is cardfightmeta.com.
1: Whoa! Shh, Do you mean that break. large compendium of card fight meta? That analysis of topping deck lists? A compendium of decks created by awesome players like the audience?
0: Yeah, that.
1: Tell me me more, salesman.
0: At cardfightmeta.com, you can find a brand new deck to play. Having trouble figuring out to build Night Rose? Well, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Great (laughs) cut. Oops. (laughs) 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 Cardfightmeta.com. It's better put together than this ad break.
1: Carfightmeta.com dot com. Please use, uh, the and use the link and follow us on Twitter and post more stuff about Carfightmeta.com
0: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, alright. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's pick back up with collaborations. Um, Mm -hmm. So I made a prediction. Oh. I kind of feel like my prediction was an ultimatum after I went back to
1: listen to it. Kind of like I threatened. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you tend to sound in a very threatening (laughs) voice of like, you know, you do better make my cars good if you know what's good for them.
0: That the Shaman King set will be getting an August release. Whoa. I predicted that. But I, Mm -hmm. I just kind of feel it was an easy prediction. It's the second part of the announcement which surprised me because that was where the hopium was. So the hopium prediction was... We would get the Shaman King set uh, around August. And if they didn't feel comfortable with making a superset, combining both set one and set two uh, together into one mega set, that we would then see set two somewhere around January. Yeah, Um, But Hopium won. It did. We're getting both sets at the same time in the same box. This is good. I think this is really good because, one, you're going to be able to get everything. Um, Hopefully, we get the updated effect triggers, but that's up in the air. At the very least, it's nice that we won't have to be playing a year-old set and then waiting another year, just about, to get the second part of the set.
1: I love that. My only hope is that they ever give us Monster Strike, because that's kind of the only collaboration I am ever thinking of playing right now at the moment. I think if they
0: did, it would be in the same vein as... Uh, shaman king Mm -mm. like after monster strike set two which i believe that was confirmed a while ago um we would end up getting both of them together yeah yeah so it's also pretty cool because this means that cards will have some kind of value (laughs) Because it's all the foils. Uh, All the triple R's. All the double R's. Um, I don't think. Buying like one or two boxes. Will help you build a deck. So. It's a set that. You'd either. Want to just buy the singles. For what you want to play. Or. It seems like a fun set. To just crack open at the shop. Like. You got store credit, shop has packs, Ooh. Mm, Shaman King, I'll open a couple of packs. And that's the one thing that I think I like about the title boosters. They sit on the shelf, but like in a healthy way, like people slowly
1: buy okay, them. I was, <laughs> I was about to ask, I was about to ask. In like,
0: a healthy way, like people still okay. buy them, but it's never like... Day okay. one bought out because eventually, locally, Token Rambu sold out. Someone here ha- has a token deck, I've never met them, <laughs> <laughs> but they went hard on Token Rambu. The three shops that I frequent are completely out, so I'm hoping it will be the same case with Shaman King because Shaman King remake is on Netflix, meaning that there is a much larger audience for the show than Card Fight has currently. So when kids, teenagers, fans of Shaman King see it on the shelf, they'll turn around and say, hey, I'll pick that up. Especially if they play Weiss. And that's why I think, that's why I believe... Uh, the Vanguard collaboration sets exist. I don't think it's meant just to pull new players, um, just fresh, non bushiroad Road game players into Card Fight. I think it's also meant to attract Weiss players. And I think I'll be proven right on it when we see a hololive card fight set. Not a bang dream one, but a hollow live card fight uh, title booster.
1: Oh, and thus the title of Will Booba Save Us?
0: Exactly. How'd you like Mm -hmm. that segue?
1: I love it. Clean. (laughs) Clean segue I've seen in years. Nice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so uh, the big question. Mm -hmm. Will Boob's save card fight vanguard in the global region like arguably card fight is doing completely fine in japan like bushiro could shutter all of his global operations and still be able to produce card fight vanguard for an audience that would play it in japan it's the global market that seems to need the most work um I'm going to let JJ take this first part in talking about a European article about a certain game store, about a certain game that is not female-friendly. Females. (laughs) Uh, I felt dirty saying that.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. Do you mean that one article where... This person wanted to just say, Hey, let's just not have card because it's not healthy or conducive to the female experience. Please don't play here, card fighters, or we won't sell the product here. Yeah,
0: what was the name of the shop? Was it a European store? I thought it was an American yeah. store. Nope, it's Euro. Wow, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs>
1: Oh my god what? Look, why won't...
0: americans don't complain about boobs that's a y'all thing
1: uh, that uh, that has to be somewhere Mm-mm. Where, where was it
0: it was last week like
1: no 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 i meant like no, where sorry, yeah, two what, weeks. what european what european country was it i think it was
0: like britain you know, they always got something uh, tight.
1: Yeah, okay. Then, okay, I understand it. Yeah, 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 that's them, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the TLDR, guys, is the fact that a lot of... Uh, it's just been a big humdrum thing where some people from from the UK, some people who are from uh, different walks of life didn't really like... The fact that some of their stores had a whole lot of toxic, toxic masculinity that's been portrayed a whole lot in the card game sphere. And one new store that was opened within UK uh, said, yes, we happen to sell Magic the Gathering cards that happens to have a murder zombies and undead creatures on top of our cardboard. But unfortunately, Booba is a little bit too much for me to handle, good sir. So none of your business of card five vanguard in my venue yeah is...
0: you know because females hate boobs
1: yep mm-hmm. females
0: Best. hate boobs so much like yep. seeing mm-hmm. another female's boobs just instills a female rage within their female body And I want females to come to my game store because I don't objectify females. I want females to feel like they're never being singled out. I want females to always feel like I'm thinking about them. I want you to know, females, that I think about you.
1: That's the vibe I got, bro. Like, (laughs) would you call themselves? Would you think they call themselves a savior of some kind?
0: No, but I do think this guy thinks he's nice. Ah, okay. So he's. So you think he's a nice guy? So I. I see it like this. Let's Mm. say I opened up a card shop. And then the Uh local newspaper was all like, LMAO, tell me about your card shop. And then I'm all like, yeah, I wanted to make a card shop because I think people like playing games and I want people to feel welcome when they come here to play games. Mm -hmm. And then I go to a full stop and I stare in the camera and I say, we only support games that feature black people and make black people feel good. So we don't carry that game Cardfight Vanguard because they don't have black people. And I just feel it's inappropriate for our game store. I don't want to deter black people from coming to my store, but I just don't want them to be exposed to Cardfight Vanguard because there are no black people. <laughs> those vibes <laughs>
1: sorry to destroy you a bit <laughs> uh what a world this it, is it, it is mm.
0: it was all gatekeeping like yes it there let's start from here
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
0: Are there boobs in Card Fight Vanguard?
1: Yes. Guar- guaranteed, yes.
0: Are there arts with suggestive poses in them? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are female characters uh wearing scantly erotic clothing and situations in the card game? Yes. Does it define the entire card game? No. If a woman wanted to go outside of the house dressed as however the fuck she wanted to be dressed and it happened to be looking like (laughs) Thagaris, then you know whose business that shit is hers.
1: Yep.
0: Guaranteed. That's it. That's all I got. Yep. (laughs) That's my whole opinion. I just, I thought it was grody and disgusting um, Mm -hmm. that they purposely singled out Cardfight Vanguard as a game to share really bad views on how women think and what's appropriate for women. And it was just so ironic for a shop that's like, I'm trying to be different from traditional LGSs uh, that aren't family friendly or gatekeep women from playing games to do that exact same thing.
1: And I don't even want to make it a whataboutism. It's like, what about other car games? All I'm just saying, as well on my own end, is just I find also interesting... I guess it is. It is. It is a whataboutism, because I'm angry. It makes me a little salty <laughs> thinking <laughs> about it. It makes me a little salty thinking about it, right? I I think it's kind of weird that in different card games where the specific card text on top of it says murder, right? Or damnation, or eviscerate, or exterminate, or... uh call of the damned to be printed on a card which is by some very culturally offensive in some respects obviously but those games are still prominently ex- like just played nobody really cares nobody gives a hoot, nanny about it and i find it weird that somebody could be like nah but fight vanguard yeah and it was one time that it had like uh, art that was a little distasteful that one time. And I think that's probably where it came from. Probably that one time where they had art that was relatively distasteful. And I agree. Yeah, you're right. Not wrong. That that, that one time where we had that Bermuda set that one summer.
0: Yeah. Oh, the summer right. set with all the swimsuits and lollicon.
1: Yeah. yeah. You got me. You, you got yeah. us. Yep. Uh, yeah, just, you got us. You're right. But the thing is...
0: This is a Japanese culture game, first. In Japan, while they do have many issues with underage predators... Oh, predators of the underage. The terms in which the translation comes to us, it's something that kind of is expected. I don't know, for me, I know I'm playing a Japanese card game... I would never expect MTG to ever print a lolly as casual as Card Fight will. But those are the artists that they get. And it passes in Japan. I just feel like if you're not a pedo, you got nothing to worry about. Just kind of feel that's the way it is. And the art has never bothered me, because I've never seen it as something sexualized.
1: But because it creates such a very divisive thing, they have other content creators like uh Nadir Farfa, for example. I mean, he's done usually some things for fun, like in jest, you know, he's made some comments about it. Uh <laughs> he's made some comments about it, and it's sort of like creates a whole lot of dogpiling ideologies, I guess. So even if he means it as a joke, right? Like obviously he probably doesn't mean it seriously, that he finds that is a very stupid, weird thing for a a store to want to do. A lot of other people will unironically dogpile on it. So for him to be a neutral party or like a impartial party to to say hey hey okay cool. Sorry we kind of the, the situation went out of hand now. You guys can tell us a little bit more about it and a whole lot of people the whole community came together to post a whole lot of images talking about the game so i was very happy to see even though as much as we hate each other's clans we hate each other's mechanics all of us could come together to community and be like say hey y'all card games suck too yeah
0: <laughs> everybody came together to say fuck you and your shit too <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, I, it's it's one of the reasons you get into card games, right? The, the culture, the people, the people make the experiences so much better. It just becomes a whole fun investment for yourself, right? You just enjoy all aspects of it. It's just so good.
0: Yeah, but the boobs could they Boobers save man. us?
1: I believe they can. I think so too.
0: I don't think it's just boobs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we've been getting. Some sexy guys, too. I mean, I, if I break off of what's my type, <laughs> Vanguard has a lot of sexy dudes. Like, all of the alt-mile series stuff, midriffs, abs, uh, coomer, gutter, coomer gutters, everything. Yep. Hex. they glisten with sweat. I think, like, whenever anything humanoid is drawn for card fight, there's just a little bit of a sexy spiced into it. I mean, even Cheer Girl, uh Cheer, Cheer Girl, Marilyn, has fans green girls need love too. True. Hashtag goblin girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, no, I think like arguably you could sit and sort through cards for every TCG and find something that's mildly suggestive. That's the second reason why I think the whole, well, third reason why I think this whole conversation that was generated from that article just was really unwarranted because at the end of the day, we never cared beforehand. It's like Uh, Barbara Streisand. you don't think about it until you are made aware of it.
1: Yeah, I I even think even to posit like what uh one awesome awesome viewer probably stated because I I try not to respond as much as during during casts with you and obviously for the recording um is that or brought to attention, did he even bother asking any of his female um, uh, members of his store? Like, none of the customers? Did he even bother to ask? Like, hey, there's a Car5 Vanguard. There's some, you know, suggestive content in there. But there is also stuff with, like, robots or anything like that. Um, would you care to to have this put into the store? And if you put it into a poll or you ask you know, your customers, like, hey, this game, would you guys be interested in playing this? And it it's a resounding no, then sure. Then sure. Then you could be in an article and you could say like, hey, we we ran around uh, and none of the ladies in our place wanted this. Um I'm sorry to hear this. This might probably upset a whole lot of other players. Uh but this is unfor- this is fortunately the the stance that we what we went with. We want to try to have a healthy environment and uh, according to them, it did not create one, so we have to get rid of it. Then, then, yeah, sure. Then, not, not play the savior card. Then, yeah, you're fine. I don't but know. But this, this was not a good way to go about it. I felt
0: I, it. It's just a dumb way to go about an interview in general. Gave mm. information that they didn't ask for to purposely mm-hmm. separate mm. one game from the others mhm like his mind is already made up on card fight it isn't yeah. it never was a factor for the female uh visitors of any age group background to ever decide for themselves and it didn't really state if the game itself is banned from the shop so you can't even go to the shop and play card fight because if that is also the case that doesn't make that it makes even less sense (laughs) (laughs) it just nothing adds up so are you telling me that you're walking around your store and if you see Card Fight, you're like, sorry, that game contains scantily cloud females, and our female customers don't like it. And then the two people who are playing cards is a friggin' Tachikazi player. No, it's two Kazi players mirror-matching
1: <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> Or or they're playing like dimensional robos or something. Yeah, and all you just see just like giant robots versus dinosaurs. I'm like, just watching on your cards. Like, what?
0: Sorry, they exist. (laughs) They can't be there.
1: It's like what? what?
0: (laughs) I just I disagree with it because that's not how moderating uh cum uh and uh. eh. That's not how you should moderate a community setting, regardless if it's your store, your rules. It just doesn't make people feel welcome to begin with. So, by making that article, making that statement in the article, there's no telling how many customers. Who are in the area? Who play Cardfight Vanguard? Who will now never step foot into that store? Why would anybody shoot themselves in the foot
1: like that? I think he probably could have just done it for the attention. I feel then,
0: but it doesn't. It wouldn't bring him like. Okay, let's be real. Let's be. Let's be one hundred on this shit.
1: Honda. All right, you got One. one.
0: What's the name of the fucking card shop?
1: I... Two.
0: What's the name of this fucking guy?
1: Uh, I... uh,
0: Three. Where is the card shop located?
1: Uh, I was literally asking you to start. So here we are.
0: (laughs) Here we are. He got none of the attention. He, his shot got none of the attention. The entire conversation is focused around what is appropriate and inappropriate in a card game that children could play. It comes down to the same dumb back and forth when it's do video games cause violence. I mean, if
1: you take it away from me, yes. Yes,
0: will. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I, I just can't. There's no logic for me to take. Like, I, I understand none of the logic behind the interview that they gave. Because it gives no good publicity. Like, he doesn't sound like he's truly championing uh, women's rights. Um, He doesn't sound like he knows any other trading card game. Yeah, it just isn't like it's not even a good advertisement for the shop. Like, sometimes I will be the advocate for bad press is good advertisement. But in this case, it did not less for him and more for Cardfight Vanguard. If anything, I would say came out of this whole drama, Mm -hmm. more people are interested in learning about Cardfight Vanguard. Not because they know that there are boobs in it, but simply because it was at the center of controversy. Then they saw the cards... They heard about some of the mechanics and they're like, let me check out a little bit more of this.
1: It's like, hey, it has what?
0: Yeah. That's
1: crazy. I can
0: can play dragons. I can play robos. I can be a wrestling league. Is this American football, my dude? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a sad boy? In a raincoat. Ooh. <laughs> oh man! So I, I personally think the booba will save us. The controversy for card fight here in the West, I believe, is more positive than net than negative. Um, I think anybody who is already playing TCGs and keeps up with TCG news or drama, they're the only ones who were exposed to the article. I don't think new players, new potential players, would have been affected by reading that article at all. If anything, it would have just made them more curious about why someone would consider the game
1: not family-friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think only people outside the game would be kind of like, oh, what's going on in there? (laughs) Just kind of like open a door. Yeah. People, yeah. Because
0: if you follow like other content creators for different TCGs, like I saw MTG uh, Twitters making comments about, so we're arguing about boobs now? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel it It was just blown out of proportion by one side, the PC police, and I mean that in the most ironic way, don't read into it, guys, versus the staunch foaming out of the mouth for Vanguard players, which you and I are not those people. No, no. But they're the ones that will leave a reply on long threads, such as the one with the house, with the uh, game shop.
1: Mm-hmm. So it seemed bigger, but it really wasn't. So my own inherent stance about this whole entire thing is the fact that I don't really care too much of like what the art did take because it's culturally speaking the art is different you can't really pollute them on in terms of artistic integrity and all that stuff i just feel like it's the community themselves that like creates it's a very toxic environment and that's the thing that needs to be changed for example in Yu-Gi-Oh, there was a, a tournament qualifier that happened like a couple of weeks ago and a female out of italy ended up topping the event i think it was like a team one or whatever have you she ended up topping the event either winning it or securing top eight and during the deck profile it just happened to have just the most disgusting responses to the whole entire like video nobody even talked about the deck list all they complimented her was just on her looks and just just a bunch of nasty other comments about it to the point where the was she at least
0: like wearing something that was like damn i'm gagged she was wearing a mask
1: was the mask cute it was a cute mask i
0: lie. Oh,
1: it was okay. a cute it was a cute mask okay. and well if they were just like had...
0: cute mask that's cool
1: no but no but that's the thing they weren't even doing that like you can obviously see like if she were to take it off she was a very good looking girl like you can see like through it like her face look re- uh, makeup looked really well well done that type of stuff like if she took off the mask and you probably see a porcelain physique behind it then sure but it just the, the responses that you got from it it just made it more disgusted to me the fact that they were objectifying her and she almost had nothing on like that was to be that's to lead them to that conclusion it's like
0: she's literally standing there and an old navy hoodie and a face mask. Yes. She has pants on. She has pants like they're, they're khakis. They don't, they don't even show her ankles and they're over there like, yo,
1: bro. Waifu, she plays card games. Oh my God, guy, oh my God. Oh, I can't control myself. Yeah, and it was Mm-mm. so nasty. All of comments Mm-mm. were like, "Oh my god, she's a wife." Oh my god, I would wife her down. I would not leave her, leave her alone. Oh, it was just, oh, it was so nasty. I have never been so disgusted being male in my life. That's I,
0: disgusting.
1: It is disgusting. I think I should, like. I, I took a time. to should show everybody on stream it too as well. It was just a regular girl just doing her thing, playing a card game, and she couldn't even and exist.
0: It was the casters that were doing this, right?
1: No, it wasn't the casters. Oh, okay, it was the, okay. It was I was about the, to say, the, like,
0: if it was the casters no, and they the still get employed by Konami, I no, would no, have no, no, an no, issue no, no, with no.
1: that. No, no, no. It was the viewers at the... Okay. Uh, it was the viewers that the comment, the comment section of the the YouTube video.
0: Okay. Because well, you can never, never read the
1: comments, bro. <laughs> I think she wanted to quit, too. Just, I, 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 I think, like, even after all of it, I think it's she's... As a, as a follow-up, that she might have also wanted to quit the game as well, because I mean, of
0: it. Yu-Gi-Oh! players are interesting. Like, there's a spectrum mm-hmm. that they all align on, but they tend to always be the same at the root. so Huh? Inso? No, I wouldn't say like all are direct incels, no. but I would allude <laughs> to. Nah, I don't want to get canceled. Let's just end the stream. Yeah, <laughs> all right, <I'm> just
1: kidding. <laughs> now, I mean, hopefully, we could probably cut that out. I, I, I mean, I'm in the sense of like. No, no, no! It's
0: I'm cool. I'm leaving all of this. Like all of this is gonna stay. Yeah, that was just a, That was just
1: a bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but but the thing is, I'm not only pointing the blame at the Yu-Gi-Oh players. I meant all subculture of card, fi- card gamers because card fighters are just like that too. Oh yeah. There's magic players who are just like it. There's Force of Will players who are just like it. Digimon players are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Every single genre and subculture of player exact uh, acts the exact same way. They all
0: intersect at some point.
1: They they all do. Fighting game players, there was a Oh man, don't even get me started. Losty Girl, which is a competitive uh, Mortal Kombat uh, woman. What's his
0: face with his Smash
1: Bros house? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Just, I... Anyway, Anyway, it's just a reoccurring thing that guys are gross. Guys are awful. Yeah. Stop being stop being guys and be humans, yeah. please.
0: Guys, stop being so gross. So <laughs> girls can also be gross. Make it equal. Equal <laughs> gross opportunities. <laughs> yes. Like us. you're out here giving all men a bad rap. Give them some room to be gross, too. Women can be gross, but we never give them space to be gross. So now we look bad. That's also a bit. Let me make sure that's very clear. (laughs) All right. Well, um, yeah, that wraps up. This week's episode of the weekly chomp. That was fun. That was really fun. Just mm-hmm. taking the topic and just doing a grind into an Ollie, maybe a goofy manual into the half pipe. Uh. Magnificent. Mm. Got that S, that K A T E, skate. Now, when I want to play horse? Tony Hawk.
1: Uh, play horse. Mm. Mm. Go for it.
0: <laughs> Until next time, gang. On. Well, you know what? Let's do something new. Oh. On the next episode of The Weekly Chomp.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: Yeah, I need to get some, like, dramatic music. We're going to go over the winners and the losers of DBT 05. We gave it some time so we could see some tournament resorts, see what's just generally popular in Japan. And now that we have a little bit more of the fighter, uh, not fighter, Festival Collection Reveals and Premium Collection Reveals, we can assess them on a broader scale now. So, stick around for next week's episode, Winners and Losers. JJ, you want to give us a preview of Who's Your Loser?
1: It starts with a K and ends with Sanctuary damn <laughs> <laughs> that's my preview yeah, filling the slots to get a gifted sub to kuma text. <laughs> <laughs> who knows you might be right <laughs> you never
0: know i mean sometimes i can be spicy and switch up the norm (laughs) later everybody until
1: next time Take take care